0: Welcome to the Holidays to Switzerland Travel Podcast. Your host is the founder of HolidaysToSwitzerland.com and the Switzerland Travel Planning Facebook group, Carolyn Schonofinger. On this podcast, Carolyn will be joined by a variety of guests who share their knowledge and love of the country to help you plan your dream trip to Switzerland.
1: Hi there. I'm really looking forward to today's episode. It's a little bit different than some of the other episodes so far. Why, you might ask? Well, for starters, there's an Australian and a Scotsman discussing Switzerland. How did this come about? Well, let me tell you. My guest today is Alan Ramsey. I first met Alan back in 2012 when I was a guest of Switzerland Tourism at the Switzerland Travel Mart in Zurich. Part of the exhibition was meeting with suppliers and learning more about what they had to offer to visitors in Switzerland. At the time, Alan was managing a hotel in Murren, and we've kept in touch ever since. When I visited Lauterbrunnen back in 2017, we managed to actually meet up again. By now, Alan had a new position as the sales manager for the Schilthorn, one of the fabulous mountain excursions that are available in the Jungfrau region. My husband and my two sons had been up to the Schilthorn a few times previously, but I was always too scared to go. I really don't like heights and going on cable cars is not my most favourite thing to do. But Alan convinced me to go up to the Shilton. He said, You're really going to love it. The views are magnificent. It's just something that you have to do. So, with the added bit of pressure uh, from Alan, which I'm now eternally grateful for, my husband and I set off on our trip up to the Shilton. Wow, I can only say that I was just totally blown away by the views from up there 360 degree views just mountains absolutely everywhere you look and i I just can't describe how much that the image of seeing that for the first time just what it actually meant to me it was just out of this world so i have actually been up to the now and i'm really looking forward to going up the next time i can get back to switzerland as well So I really hope you enjoy listening to what Alan's got to share with us today. He'll be talking more about the Shulthorn, all the different things you can do there, as well as the beautiful village of Murin that he lived in for many, many years. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hi, Alan. Thanks for joining us on the show today. Welcome.
2: Thank you very much, Caroline. It's a beautiful day down in Interlaken. The sun's shining and it's hot.
1: Excellent. Now, we'll get straight into it. The Jungfraujoch excursion has been discussed um, in previous episodes of, of the podcast, but another really worthwhile excursion in the region is to the Schilthorn. So, in a nutshell, can you tell us what is the Shilthorn and what makes the trip there so special?
2: So, in a nutshell, it's the perfect half-day alpine mountain excursion in the interlaken Jungfrau area with incredible 360-degree views and some great James Bond action. If it's okay, I'll expand a little bit on that. Absolutely. Before the Shelton Cableway was built, many people would hike up the mountain just to experience the fabulous 360-degree views from the peak. Since 1967, you can take a cable car to the peak and look out over 200 alpine peaks, and on a good day, you'll see the Mont Blanc in France and the Black Forest in Germany. We believe we've got the best view of Eiger, Münch and Jungfrau. That's what we refer to as the Swiss skyline.
1: Wonderful. And, yeah, I can definitely vouch for those views. They're amazing. Now, getting to the Schilton is uh, one of the highlights of the excursion for many visitors. Can you tell our listeners what different options they have for reaching the summit of the Schilton?
2: Sure. Well, You're almost always going to come from Interlaken. From there, you can travel by train or car to Lauterbrunnen, which is at the entrance to the largest glacial valley in Europe. From Lauterbrunnen, you can take the cable car up to grutch and a panoramic train from there to Murin. But you shouldn't miss out on travelling up the valley of the waterfalls, which will take you to Stechelberg, travelling by car or post-bus, which links with the train in Lauterbrunnen. The Lauterbrunnen Valley is the valley of the waterfalls. There are 72 waterfalls in the Lauterbrunnen Valley, and each one of them has a name. I don't know them all. (laughs) J.R.R. Tolkien hiked up this valley in 1911 and took a lot of inspiration from the area to write his books, The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. Our cable car station has a very large parking space, and the bus stop is close to our ticket office. The cable cars leave at least every 30 minutes every 15 minutes when it's busy, and depart from just over 800 metres above sea level. Take you firstly up to Gimbalwald, a small farming village with around 100 inhabitants. You swap cable cars here and take the trip up to Murren at 1650 metres above sea level. If you've travelled from Lauterbrunnen by taking the cable car from there to Grootschalp and then the panoramic train, you're also going to be in Murren, but you have to walk one kilometre through the village. From Moorin, the next cable car takes you to the Berg station at 2,677 metres above sea level before the last cable car takes you up to chilptown Pitts gloria Peak at just 1% under 3,000 metres above sea level. That's 2,970. So there are four stages from Stechelberg up to the Chilptown, three changes which sounds complicated, but it's actually very simple.
1: Very smooth journey all the way. Just like all the Swiss public transport, it's all precisely on time all the time. What work, work. Are the cable cars and, and trains open all year round to get to the Schilthorn?
2: We usually close for five days in the last week of April and four weeks in autumn between the second week in November and the end of the first week in December, roughly. However, this year since we were forced to close the mountain on the fourteenth of March, we managed to carry out almost all of the maintenance work during the height of the pandemic. So we could close so we should only close for a couple of days in the autumn. We reopened the cable car operations from Murren to Schiltern on the sixth of June. The Steckerberg to Mourn via Gimmelwald remained in operation throughout this period. And Murin was always accessible by our cable cars, even during the maintenance work.
1: Okay, that's great. A lot of people visiting Switzerland purchase the Swiss Travel Pass. So, uh, is the trip to the Chillon covered by the Swiss Travel Pass?
2: The Swiss Swiss Travel Pass will get you all the way to Murin free of charge, and from there you'll only pay fifty percent of the ticket price from Murin to the Schilton return. The cost then. 42 francs 80 rather than the full price of 108 so that represents a saving of over 60 percent from the normal rate
1: okay so yeah it's definitely a great saving if you have the swiss travel pass you touched on before the uh, jane james bond attractions at the summit and you know the views up there are just spectacular but what can you tell us about all the different james bond attractions and, and how did that actually all come about with the james bond theme
2: we built the cable car in 1967. And the company was running out of money and they were struggling to get the building itself finished. Fortunately, Ian Productions turned up looking for a film location for the sixth James Bond film On Her Majesty's Secret Service and we were chosen as the main film location. Sean Connery had decided to retire from 007 duty and his successor was an Australian called George Lazenby. Blofeld's secret hideaway in the film was called Pete's Gloria And we've kept this name for the restaurant on the top. This is the world's first mountaintop revolving restaurant. It takes 45 minutes to make a revolution. Most of the tables you'll be pleased to know are at the window. We recommend you make a table reservation, which can be done directly on our website. We have an extremely popular James Bond brunch, which starts at 8 a.m. and goes until 2 p.m. We have a huge selection that includes teas, coffees, hot chocolates, fruit juices, and bottomless Prosecco. We also offer the now famous 007 burger over the lunch, and it's got the 007 logo branded onto the bun. Below the restaurant, we've got the souvenir shop and our takeaway area. Another floor down, you will find the Bond World, the Bond Cinema, and our toilets. Bond World is a multimedia interactive exhibition all about the world of James Bond and our film. You'll find many things to do, Helicopter and bob simulators are extremely popular. The Bond Cinema has a 12-metre curved screen where you can see clips from the film and images from the surroundings throughout the year. No trip to the Shulton is complete without visiting our award-winning James Bond toilets. Yes, I did say toilets. In 2018, we won the overall prize in the International Toilet Tourism Awards. Uh, the Schilthorn, all the way down to the toilet. So I always say, even if you don't have to go, you have to go.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Toilet tourism awards. I didn't know there was such a thing.
2: Outside, we have the world's first 007 Walk of Fame, where the stars from in front of and behind this camera have left their traces with hand imprints, fist imprints, and a personal story from their time on the Horn. At the end of the 007 Walk of Fame, we've got Beats Gloria View platform, perfect place for panorama shots and selfies with the Schiltorn and our big three, Eiger, Mund, and Jungfrau. Further out along the ridge, we have the view lounges, which are like wooden bus stops with seats so you can take in the fabulous view in a sheltered and relaxed spot.
1: Definitely plenty to do up there at the summit. So, what about at uh, at Berg Station? station just before Shilton, there's also a, some exciting things to do there.
2: There sure are. At the Berwick station, which is just the one down between Murden and Shilton, we built the Skyline Walk in 2014 and the Thrill Walk in 2016. We also have a bistro and a lovely sunny terrace. The Skyline Walk's a pl- large platform that sticks out dramatically over the edge of the cliff. It is a see-through floor which you notice as you descend the steps onto it. It can take over 100 people and offers fabulous views to Murren the Swiss skyline in one direction, and to the shelter of glory Gloria in the other. If you feel comfortable here, you should move over to the Thrill Walk. This starts at the back of the sunny terrace and takes you down a pathway that hugs the cliff below the skyline walk and under the cable car cables. Here you can enjoy a tightrope walk, perfectly safe. A glass flooring, also safe, and a tunnel made with from wire, with amazing views into the void below.
1: Great. So, how long would you recommend for someone to to allow for a, a Schilthorn excursion?
2: Well, we say it's a half day um, excursion from Interlaken. You're needing an hour to go up, an hour to go back, two hours on the mountain. You've got time to have a bite to eat, see the things at the top, and enjoy half an hour on berg. So I'd say from Interlaken, four hours minimum. But you can obviously spend all day there as well. Mm -hmm. You can get out in Berg, you can get out in Murren, go for a hike, check out the village, come back and even get out in Kimmelvald and have a short walk around there. So you can turn it into a day excursion, no problem.
1: Okay, that's great. Now, I'd also like to ask you about Murren, as I know you lived there for many years for some visitors, the village will just be a stop, as you said, on their way to the Shilthorn, but it's also a great place to spend a few days. So in your opinion, what is it that makes Murin a great holiday base?
2: Well, Murin holds a very special place in my heart. As I originally went to Murrin to spend a winter ski so I could ski cheaply since I'm a Scotsman, I wanted to save However, I fell in love with the village, and I fell in love with the Schilthorn. I even fell in love with Switzerland, and yes, I also fell in love with a Swiss girl. She's now my wife, and it's been a very long winter season, as I've now spent 30 years (laughs) around here. We have two daughters that were born in the hospital in Interlaken, which is where my youngest daughter is in her second year of a three-year apprenticeship, and they were both brought up in Mooran. It really is a beautiful village which is perched on a cliff with an 800-metre drop to the valley below. It has only 400 inhabitants. It's car-free, which means that you have to come up by cable car, or you could face a couple of hours hiking if you missed the last cable car up from the valley below. It's full of old wooden chalets. It's only one kilometre long, and yet it has three stations and two churches. It's got the Shelton station for the cable car. It has the train station for the Panoramic train from Grootschalp. And between these two stations is the Almond station, which takes you up to the Almond a four-minute funicular ride to a beautiful little mountain top there. What makes it a great holiday base? If you want to get away from it all, it's perfect. You leave all your troubles behind when you take the cable car up from the valley. If you go for a hike, you can walk for 10 minutes and then you'll hardly see a soul for hours as you hike through luscious meadows, forests and a wonderful landscape with stunning views in every direction.
1: Awesome. Now, you mentioned there the Almond Hubel. At the uh, top of the, after you've t- taken the funicular ride up there, there's some activities for children. Is that right?
2: That's right. Um Children in the village, it's, it's always a great place. Some people get nervous about the cliff, but I always find the kids go nowhere near where it gets steep and dangerous. Um, it's a perfect village as well because um, it's only one kilometre long, and so you can't get lost, so the kids are safe. Up in the Almentubo, we've got the Flower Park, which is right next to the Almentubo Panoramic Restaurant. It's got a great terrace, The flower park has tunnels and slides and swings, and for me, that's the perfect spot for smaller kids. Being able to enjoy a glass of wine, a beer, or you observe your kids playing in safety close by is my idea of the perfect family holiday. In Mooran itself, we've got tennis courts, a football pitch, a pump track, swimming pool, outdoor jacuzzi, sports centre you can use if it's wet, and there's a spa as well for... Some, some pampering, so it's a perfect place.
1: Yeah, there's absolutely heaps to do. Hiking around uh, Mooran is really popular in the region during the summer months. What are some of your favourite hikes? Because I know you like getting out and um, enjoying the great outdoors.
2: Well, during the COVID crisis, we've had a lot of time and I've been walking and walking and walking, but I'll start with a, a nice, easy one. And the walk between Mooran and Gimmelwald is, is great. We often did this. When the kids were very small, you can do it with prams, you can do it with push chairs. Once you're in Gimmelwald, there are a few barns where animals are there and the kids love to observe them. They've got donkeys down there and sheep as well as cows in Gimmelwald. But in the summer, the cows are usually higher up on the alpine pastures. This allows them to eat flowers and herbs up there that makes the cheese taste so good. If you're more adventurous, you could try the Via Ferrata from Murden to Gimmelwald. Here you'll need a climbing harness, a helmet, a really good pair of shoes to try it out. And I would recommend a guide if you've got no climbing experience. At one point, you're out on the cliff face walking on what looks like large staples stuck in the rock with a 700-meter drop below you. For something in between these extremes, then there's several hikes that either start or finish on the Almond There's a Mountain View Trail and a North Face Trail, which are on our website. I always prefer to walk up the Almond Tubal and take the 108-year-old funicular back down because it's better for, your, for all your joints.
1: Great. Hiking in summer, but uh, in winter, it's a skier's paradise in Murren. Um, and it, there's some fairly iconic events that happen in the village. That's what can true. you tell us about those?
2: Well, skiing actually brought me to Mooran in the first place, and Mooran is actually the cradle of alpine skiing. In January 1922, Sir Arnold Lund, an englishman held the first ever slalom in Mooran behind the Hotel Jungfrau. The first and second ever World Ski Championships were held in Mooran in 1931 and 33, even though the Brits were organizing them. Every year we hold the longest and largest amateur downhill ski race called the Inferno, it follows a 14.9-kilometre route from the Schilton to Lauterbrunnen with a 2,200-metre altitude difference, and we've got 1,850 competitors starting 12-second intervals. We have the cable car to Berg and the Schiltern and the Almondoobel taking skiers to the piece, but we also have seven chairlifts, two draglifts, and over 50 kilometres of peace, which does not sound like much, but it's kept me very happy for the last 30 years.
1: <laughs> and uh, ski, ski in, ski out uh, facilities, that's that's a, a no-brainer, I guess.
2: Yes, it's, it's, it always amazes me that in, in a lot of countries, Australia too, you'll take the car all the way up to the resort and ski the day and then drive all the car home. But um, I've, I've skied to the door and when the kids learned to ski, they used to nip off the end of the ski school uh, line of people skiing down and just come straight home and we had to send them back to finish the lessons on the nursery slope. That they weren't allowed to just ski back in the door because it was saving them time.
1: Wonderful. Now, to finish off, I'd just like to ask you a question that often gets asked in um, the Switzerland Travel Planning Facebook group. If someone is trying to decide between a visit to the Schiltung or Jungfrau Jock, what tips or advice would you give them?
2: But I'd always if you can do both, you could go for it. But if you can't, then it's, it's, it is a difficult de- decision to make. The Jungfrau Joch is certainly a great excursion. The construction of the tunnel through the mountain and the view to the alleged glacier is really impressive. However, you do spend a lot of time in a tunnel, and the extra 500 metres in altitude can cause a bit of trouble with some people. And the costs really are eye-watering. And certainly not neutral, but in my view, You're much quicker up to the Schilthorn. You're on the peak of the mountain. You have an incredible 360 degree view of the Alps with the best view of the Swiss skyline iger jungfrau I've always said that it's half the price, it's half the time, and it's double the fun.
1: Well, that pretty much sums it up, I'd say. (laughs) Thank you very much, Alan, for um, all your great tips on visiting the Schilthorn and Murren. And I'll link to um, some of the things that you've mentioned in the show notes as well as the Shilton website, so if people need any more information, they can check that there. And all the best. Hopefully we can all get back to Switzerland very soon and visit the Shilton. Thank you.
2: Thank you very much indeed for inviting me to do this. Once you do get to travel, the travel will be even more special than it ever was before because we'll appreciate it so much more.
0: Thank you so much for listening. For more great resources on planning a trip to Switzerland, make sure you visit holidaystoswitzerland.com where you'll find trip planning tips, destination guides, information on transport, including Swiss rail passes, and much more. You're also encouraged to join the Switzerland Travel Planning Group on Facebook where you can ask questions and chat to other past and future travellers to Switzerland. You'll find show notes from today's episode at holidaystoswitzerland.com forward slash podcast and be sure to subscribe to the Holidays to Switzerland travel podcast so you never miss an episode.